welcome back to the podcast. Um, I was going to say, my name is Josephine. I'm sure you kind of know who I am by this point. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's doing well. Happy Wednesday. It's a nice bright day in Brighton. Bright day in Brighton. Um, today, I am back. This weekend, it was my birthday. And Jack and I were away in Belfast for the weekend. And it was really nice. We had some really good food, there was some really nice scenery, we went up onto the coast on a <laughs> Game of Thrones tour, as you do, um, and yeah, it was really fun, And but I know, like, do you not feel that when your weekend bleeds into, like, Sunday night or Monday morning, you feel really thrown off for the rest of the week? That's kind of how I feel this week, and I also, the topic of this podcast day is going to be motivation, and calling it the motivation hack, but um, God, I was not motivated this week at all. Um, in fact, like Tuesday, I didn't train um at all because oh, I just had so much work to do, and I just, I just didn't have the time for it. And there was one of those things. There's no point in like fighting to do it, um, because it just wasn't happening. But even today, when I came to train, I had five hours of sessions in the morning. hadn't really had a good meal before I trained which probably wasn't sensible and I was just really lacking the mo- motivation there as well um but got the job done and that's basically gonna be the crux of what this podcast is so one of the main things people say to me when people come to me for coaching is that they just struggle to stay motivated and when I often ask them like what what stopped you in the past from reaching your goal or what do you feel like is your biggest barrier towards reaching the goal like so so often people will say I'm just not motivated enough or I just I just lose motivation and therefore give up or stop um and if it's something like so many of us deal with like why is that not something that we're trying to change our mindset around or address and that's kind of what I wanted to do in this in this podcast. So I wanted to call it the motivation hack, but there's no real single hack to this apart from how you view motivation and the actual significance of motivation in reaching a goal. Like how how important is it to actually be motivated in order to achieve something? with your health and fitness, whether that is, you know, physique goals, whether that's strength goals, um, health targets, all that kind of stuff. So the way I see motivation and the thing, the way I think is the most useful way to see emotion, to see motivation is to treat motivation like an emotion. So just like joy, anger, sadness, fear, what other emotions are there? God, I am a very, (laughs) I'm a very dull person if that's the only emotions I can think of. But any kind of positive or negative emotion, as human beings, we don't expect to feel one emotion 24-7. So as much as we would love to be feel happy and joyful all the time. Realistically, sometimes we might not feel happy and joyful. We can try our best too, 
but sad things can happen that leave us feeling frustrated, down, lonely, all those kind of poor emotions. But we also don't expect to feel like that forever as well. We know emotions are transient and they come and they go. And that's a good way to see motivation. So you don't expect to feel happy all the time or you don't expect to feel sad all the time. So you shouldn't expect to be motivated all the time. And the issue I always see is people's reliance on motivation to hit their health and fitness goals. And if we know that motivation realistically will not be there 24-7, why do we fall back on it to do the shit we need to do? Like, why are we only making positive decisions around our nutrition when we're motivated? Why are you only going to the gym when you're motivated? Realistically, that in itself is not going to get you to your goal. And I know it seems obvious that I'm saying it now, but genuinely, I know so many people who rely on only going to the gym on a good day. Like when all the stars align, that's the day that they'll go to the gym or that's the day that they'll track their eating. And realistically, you can ride that wave for however long, but it's not going to last. The same as when you see, I mean, the most cliche example is New Year, isn't it? The whole New Year thing, everyone's on it for that first month in January. (laughs) To be fair, probably not even the whole month. By the end of January, everyone's fed up just going to the pub because it's dark and it's cold. And the motivation of, I don't know, just time passing into another year, which, let's face it, really doesn't change fuck all at 11.59 in 2021 and 12am on the 1st in 2022. Like, literally, how does your life change in that few seconds? So, um, obviously... I'm not saying anyone here is a new year, new me person, but every time, and I'm the same, like when I start a new workout program, when I start, when I establish a new goal and I start working towards it, yeah, I'm hella motivated to start with, but I'm not always motivated. And I consistently train four to five times a week and I have for years and... I'm trying to think of a percentage of time I'd be actually motivated to do that. Maybe 50% of the time, maybe less than 50% of the time, I'm actually motivated to do those training sessions. But the point is, I just do them. Like it's A, habitual, B, it's kind of my identity. So it's, this is my job. So it's just naturally what I do. Like I don't really think about it. I just identify as someone who trains five times a week, because I always have, and I don't see that stopping anytime soon. And that's kind of a topic for a different day, but a huge one as well. Like what you identify as, or the person you identify as, will be absolutely game-changing as to whether you hit your goals or not. And that's why when I have clients who will talk to me and call themselves unmotivated, or call themselves lazy. I hate the word lazy. I really, I genuinely will really call them out on it. And I was like, if you're calling yourself that, you haven't a hope in hell. Like if you're truly believe that's who you are and you're taking on that identity, then good luck ever getting through this. Until you adopt the identity of, I am someone who 
goes to the gym three times a week. I'm someone who cares about myself and my health and my nutritional choices. That's when the game changes. Anyway, slight side note. Also having the knowledge in terms of like people's reliance on motivation is what results in them failing or giving up on something that they felt truly passionate about, passionate about and excited about at the beginning. But when the motivation fails, everything goes down the toilet. But I think also having the knowledge, so going in with the two knowings, one that motivation will go, like inevitably, in a few weeks time, you won't be motivated, so prepare for that. And knowing number two, knowing that the work takes time, like really check yourself on what your expectations are in the last few weeks. For example, I had a client today asking me like, how can we make this fat loss process quicker? Like how can we, how can we speed it up? How can we accelerate it? And she'd already lost in three weeks about four kilograms. And that's quick, like as it is. So whatever you think you know about weight loss, and that's another thing as well. It's like, what can I expect to see in this time? And it's not quite as vague as how long is a piece of string, but also I can't read the future. Like I can't, I don't know specifically how your body is gonna react to this thing, how it's gonna change. Like, where are we gonna see those changes first? Is it gonna be in the scales? Is it gonna be in the photos? Where your body's gonna drop body fat from? How you're gonna feel, like maybe you're gonna feel hungry, so that's gonna, you want to overeat a bit more. Maybe you're gonna be hungry, you're not gonna move as much. Like all these things, I cannot predict the future. Unless you're someone I've been working with for a long time, then we kind of have trends to look back on. But if you're comparing your progress or you have expectations around your progress, that is something you've just kind of seen online and say, oh, I read somewhere that it you can lose a kilogram a week. Well, no, that I'm, I would say, for, unless you had a lot of weight to lose and you're in a larger body, yes, potentially, but, but the chances are, the chances are no. For example, myself, when I did my bodybuilding prep last year, I lost about 10 kilograms in total from the scale. Probably some of that was muscle, annoyingly. But um, 10 kilograms, and that was over 18 weeks. And I was a shell of a woman. <laughs> like, that was 18 weeks of no eating out at all. I was doing 16,000 steps a day, two hours cardio, plus my resistance training, plus sweet fuck all calories. And that was in, like four months and I still wasn't really lean enough as I should have been. This is a boring story. I feel like I've told this about three podcasts now. Sorry, I won't say it anymore. But my expectations going into that was like, I don't know what my expectations were, but people think they're going to get shredded in 18 weeks and it's just not the case. So going in as well with good, decent expectations, I'm not saying put it on hold, be like, oh, I'm gonna do this over a year and just see what happens. No, that's not the case. You still have a focus goal and a target, but something that actually has leeway and sometimes something that's not a specific number, something that's more a guide, and this is why I don't really like scale goals as well, but also understand that 
if your goals are based around how you look, your perception also changes as well. There's so much to go around it. So as much as you have your goal, and I think it's great to be focused on your goal, manage your expectations and understand that however long you think the process is going to take, I would add a couple months on just to be safe. So if you know that you're in it for the long haul as well, it's easier to buy into it when you begin with, with the knowing that this is for an extended period of time and it's a commitment, like you're committing to that and you're less likely to lose motivation because you're not going in like, you're not losing motivation when you feel like your progress is stalling because you know you've only just dipped your toe in the water, you've got a hell of a long way to go. So you can't let motivation be the thing that's stopping you now or else you are so far from your goal. So, things to think about, and I've got four things written down here. Maybe I'll think of more. But, number one, does your goal still excite you? So whatever you had in mind or you set out with by your, with yourself or with a coach on day one of your journey, does it genuinely still excite you? And if the answer is no, then maybe the goal is not right for you. And I'm not saying you should be waking up absolutely buzzing every day, thinking about that final goal like, woohoo, I'm so ready to hit the gym today, I'm going to eat within my calories, I'm going to get my protein in. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is the final destination or that point that's a checkpoint for you in your health and fitness should still excite you. And it, you know what? It might not be enough on days when you really feel like crap to get you into the gym. But you should still have a positive connection with that goal at the end of the journey. Because like, for example, my goals at the moment, all revolve around kind of performance things, getting better at CrossFit. Like I wanna be able to go in that gym and like not struggle to do pull-ups. Like the thought of being able to run in there, smash out some pull-ups and kind of not break a sweat. <laughs> that is so exciting to me because I know how fulfilling that would feel and how cool that would feel and would also open up opportunities. And if one day I did wanna compete in something CrossFit-y, then I actually would be able to join in because I can manage pull-ups. Like that makes me so exciting, like so much that I wanna just do a CrossFit class tonight, even though I don't and I can't, but like that, that genuinely really excites me. But trust there's gonna be days, or there are days when my alarm goes off, especially if I'm at an early class, and I'm like, oh, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go out in the cold and then drive and the gym's not that warm and I feel a bit tired or I'm really sore from my run or my sessions the day before. Oh my God, the motivation that moment is just a small distant light at the end of the tunnel. But realistically, I know deep down, like this is something I need to do to reach that goal and I'm excited to get there, so I'm gonna do it. And secondly, on a similar path. Are you clear on what you want and how to get there? So are you crystal, crystal clear 
on what you your goal is. For me, it's pretty crystal clear. I can imagine that in my head, me doing those pull-ups. In fact, I have numbers. I want to be able to do 10 in a row. Like, that is specific and clear to me. I know how to get there because of that specificity, specificity. <laughs> I promise I'm not that daft. Um, it's, I, I know the specifics I need to get there. I need to be practicing pull-ups at least three times a week. I need to be doing variations such as negatives, maybe using some banded ones, some scapular pull-ups, all that kind of stuff. I know exactly the things I need to be doing in order to get there. So in terms of motivation, the motivation is if I don't practice three times this week, that goal is getting further and further and further out of my reach and into the future. When you think, and my business coach gave me this kind of analogy or way of thinking about your goal that I find is really useful, is that, say in order to get to your goal, let's say it's like building muscle. So you wanna improve the shape of your muscle in your body by growing bigger glutes, having more defined quads and feeling a bit fuller on your shoulders and seeing lines and definition in your back. Say, say that's your goal. In order to get there, let's say there's 40 notches, 40 notches to get there. And that sounds like a lot, like 40 notches sounds like a lot, but each workout you do is half a notch, which means you have to get, do 80 workouts to get to that 40 notches because each workout equates to half a notch. And that sounds a lot, like that sounds like a lot. But you could say to yourself, hmm, okay, like in 10 notches time, what am I gonna look like? And I'll assess from there. So that's 20 workouts. If you're doing five a week, that's a month. If you're doing four a week, that's five weeks. Correct? Yes. And that breaks it down so much. So like, I'm just, I'm not trying to hit this goal. I'm just trying to do 10 notches and then I'll see where I'm at and I'll celebrate. I'm going to do 10 notches. And then when you do your 10, you're like, cool. Now I'm on 10. I need to get to my 20 notches. And it really breaks it down. And that's what I mean about, do you know the path to get there? The path to get to that goal is to tick off all these notches. And then you could add another ones along the way in terms of, you could break it down even further and say, you know, I could make it quarter of a notch and then, you know, a quarter is a workout, a quarter is hitting my protein, and a quarter is a workout, the other quarter is hitting my protein. I don't know, however you want to break it down so that you hit that goal. And that's just laying things out so plain and simple because, like I said, things will take longer than you expect. And as human beings, we're not very good with the whole delayed gratification thing, especially nowadays when everything is accessible within seconds, whether that's ordering foods, whether that's Amazon Prime, whether that's Googling for information and you get it just like that. Unfortunately, that's not how the human body works and it really gives you the gift of patience. 
when you're working to build muscle and change your body. But having a clear path and breaking things down, saying that may seem far away, but all I have to do this month is do 10 notches and then I know I'm there. That is so much easier to stay quote-unquote motivated than it is to flounder around for months and months until you get to a point nine months down the line and you say, oh, I was hoping by this point in the year I would be at this point, but I guess I just lacked motivation some weeks and therefore I'm not here. Break it down, get clear on what you want and know the path to get there. And if you're not clear on what you want, it's gonna be very challenging for you, really, really challenging. And if you just don't know how to get there as well, that's when you need to ask for help from someone who does know how to get you there. So, thirdly, rather than focus on motivation, practice routine, discipline, and consistency. Now, this sounds very dry and boring, me being like, mm, you need to be disciplined, blah, 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 blah. But genuinely, that is what gets you results. Like, the chances are, and I think I tweeted this, um, or I put it on my Instagram the other day, you're the person you look up, look up to in terms of whatever their body composition is, unless it's their job to look like that or to perform that way like it's an athlete and they get paid to do so, the chances are they're not more motivated than you, but they're a hell of a lot more disciplined, consistent, and patient than you are. And that's just the reality of it. Like everyone who's better than pull-ups than better at pull-ups than I am is A because they've done more pull-ups in their life. And that's probably it, to be honest. That is probably it. <laughs> like they've literally done it more frequently, more often than I have. I I've been training for a long time, but I don't, I've not been doing pull-ups. If I practice pull-ups three days a week in the whole six years I've been training, I'd be shit hot at pull-ups, but I just haven't. So I'm not good at it. So don't, and it's not because someone else is more motivated to do pull-ups than me. They've just done them more often. They might not be motivated at all. I have no idea. So rather than this, relying on motivation, rely on establishing a routine and establishing discipline within yourself. Like establish that relationship with yourself that you hold yourself accountable to the shit you said you were gonna do. Because realistically, if you wanna build muscle, if you wanna lose body weight, it's about doing the same things over and over and over and over and over again for a sustained period of time. Obviously with building muscle, you do the same things, but you would increase the weight in some way. But it doesn't, you don't suddenly start building muscle by doing body pump and then move to, I don't know, doing like spin classes. I mean, neither of those are good for building muscle anyway. But you don't jump from thing to thing. You do the same stuff over and over again until you get stronger. And with nutrition, you consistently eat in a calorie deficit for weeks, for months, for a year. I don't know if you have that much weight to lose. Yeah, that might be what it takes. 
that's what will tide you through, not the motivation. You could be so motivated that you could hit the gym two days a week in the first week and you could starve yourself and barely eat anything. Not that that would get you to your goal anyway. In that first week, because you're motivated. But after that, God, that is gone. And what is left? A routine that you actually can't sustain. So that is the other thing. Have a routine that is realistic and get so consistent on it. So, so consistent. Okay, lastly, are you actually just fighting a losing battle? So in relation to what I said the last one, have you made yourself a routine or nutritional habits, guidelines, rules that you've set yourself that is just completely unrealistic? And with all the discipline in the world, you would still struggle to be consistent with it because it just doesn't fit into your life. That's, that's motivation's not going to get you through that either in the long run. Again, it might for a week, but it's not. For example, I know that in the evenings, I have no motivation to do anything. Like I know that if I leave a training session till the evening, I will have to have this shitty little internal debate with myself to get stuff done and I will procrastinate and I will say oh well what could I do instead to avoid doing this like could I move it to a different day no I'm supposed to be going away that day so that would mean I'd have to get up six in the morning do I really want to do that and it's a stupid dialogue that I would have in my head and this but realistically this doesn't happen because I don't let my training fall to a time when I'm not motivated like, I know that that doesn't work for me, so I'm not trying to force it. Like, there's just no point. It's a, it's a losing battle. So when are you slotting in your sessions? Like, are you slotting them in at a time where deep down you know when it comes around to it, you are just, you just will not be arsed doing it. For some people, that might be first thing in the morning, the intention of setting an alarm, getting up and doing a workout, and then it comes to it and they snooze it. Like, you know in the back of your mind you're going to do that. Because if you didn't, you would just fucking get up and get it done, even if you were tired. If you were so sure that that was a time that worked for you, that you were going to do that workout, even if you were tired, you would get up and get it done. But if you're going to bed in the back of your mind, knowing there is that potential, even giving yourself that option, that if I wake up and I feel tired, I will skip it, guess what? You're going to skip it. Because whenever you wake up in the morning, you're going to be warm and cosy in your bed. You're going to feel sleepy because an alarm just woke you up from your sleep. So if you're not a morning person, don't force it. Similarly, if you're not an evening person, set that alarm early and get it done in the morning. Because I know like when it's evening, I just want to chill and relax. But I've got my workout done earlier in the day. It's all good. Everything's been ticked off. So don't like fight low motivation as well when it's completely avoidable there's going to be times even when you are at your prime time to make good nutritional choices or go to the gym that you're not going to make that choice aligned with your goals and you're going to not feel motivated to do that but are you always leaving doing these things that progress you closer towards your goal to a time of day or a time of week when you know deep down 
you're going to feel like shit and you're not going to want to do it because that's just silly and poor planning as well. So do avoid those really low motivation moments. But I'm not saying don't challenge yourself on them every so often. So for example, if it comes to it, sometimes I may have to train in the evening and I just have to suck it up and get it done. I just have to get it done. So I hope there were some useful points on motivation there. If I want you to come away with anything from this, it's that motivation is useless and it doesn't serve us really at all in a fat loss journey. The only time it may, it would be beneficial, obviously, is to take advantage of it when it is high. Maybe when you're at a gym and you at the gym and you're mid set and you feel tired, but you're really determined to push for a certain weight. Great to be motivated in that moment. But that's the point in having a logbook as well. Like when you go into sessions in the gym and you're not motivated, but your logbook is holding you accountable to you lifted some heavy shit last week. Let's do that again. You're again, you've just got to get it done, suck up and get it done. So, as I say, I hope that was useful. Try going forward. Don't think too much on motivation. Always go in, and this sounds so pessimistic, but go in with the idea that motivation isn't going to be around forever. Your goal is going to take time to get to. And ask yourself in that moment when you're feeling motivated, realistically, what is going to happen when I have a week at work, I have tons of extra work, my colleagues are pissing me off, it gets dark at four in the afternoon, it's pissing with rain outside. Re- like, what am I going to do on that week? Because this week when you're motivated right now, easy, easy as anything, but that week is going to be the week that counts, as cringy as that sounds, I'm sure you've all heard it before. But knowing and expecting that to come and preparing for it will see you in so much better stead than just riding the high of motivation and then just crashing as soon as any sign of it disappears. Oh, notification. Anyway, (laughs) have a lovely weekend, everyone. I will catch you in the next one. As usual, if anyone has any suggestions, things that would be useful to go over, I will, of course, go over them. Otherwise, I basically just steal what my clients tell me in their check-ins as inspiration for what to go over on these. So, clients, please keep being very open and honest in your check-ins. I will never name you, but you give me some really good content. (laughs) Otherwise,